heard someone say this before or maybe have you found yourself saying these things? I'm too old to switch careers. Nobody will hire me because of my age. I won't get hired because I'm overqualified. It's too embarrassing to shift now. Things aren't the same as when I first started, so I don't think I'll fit in. How many of you are wanting to change careers or jobs and just feel that you might be too old or too far outside the game to do that? Hi there, I'm Dr. Kelly Ray. I'm a mindset coach counselor, notably known as the inner critic tamer, and I am passionate about helping others just like you and me who have survived things we perhaps don't like to talk about, but we know we want to do better for ourselves because it's good for our kids and their kids to come. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning, or as I like to call it, undo that crap that happened to us or caused us to believe certain things and to get unstuck from them and teach you how to heal from it in order to live the vibrant life you were designed to live. And during this episode, we're going to be talking about busting through some myths with regards to changing careers over 50. For better or worse, many have created this incredibly powerful relationship with your work. So much so that it's attributed to your sense of identity, your self-worth, and your self-esteem. But I ask you, are you more than your work? Are you more than a, being a mom, a dad, a grandparent, a spouse? What and who are you without the work that you do? This can be a tricky time period of life because for many, breaching 50 or older, your kids are either in college or have moved out and are living their own lives. And maybe one of the only consistent things you have going from the past is the work that you continue to do. Let me ask you another question. Is it still as fulfilling when you initially started? Or is it the same as when you started? It's just merely a job that pays the bills. Here's what I know. Many are unhappy with their work but are afraid to shift. In fact, here's the top 10 reasons why successful but unhappy people stay in their careers that don't suit them anymore. One, I'll never be able to earn the same salary again. Two, I'll have to take a lower paying job to begin with and I'm too old to start at the bottom. Three, I've only ever done X, whatever it is that you've done. Four, my partner, friends, colleagues would think I was having one of those midlife crisis things. Five, no one would employ me to do anything different than what I already know how to do. Six, I don't know what I'll do if I didn't do this. Seven, I enjoy a great deal of flexibility and autonomy. I doubt I'd get that at another job. Eight, It'll take me another 20 years before I become good at something. Nine, 
I work part-time and no other employer will let me do that. 10. If I change now, I'd waste the huge investment in my current career. I'd like to add one more to this list as it's something many think about but not necessarily say out loud and that is this. It's easier to stay where I am even if I'm miserable or bored. All of those responses to stay in a career that no longer fits have their basis in fear. Fear is particularly a negative impact on the brain. Psychologists and biologists believe that the primitive flight, fight, or freeze response to danger is alive in all of us. It is not limited to dangerous physical situations such as a saber-toothed tiger trying to attack you, but to situations where there is a perceived risk. To the human brain, changing careers when you have a life responsibility such as paying a mortgage or raising a family, supporting your ailing uh, parents, feels risky at best and dangerous at worst. So what happens to the brain and the body when it feels it experiences physical danger or perceived risk? The brain shut down some of its operations to allow the critical ones to continue. This results in a pared down version of you. Where optimism disappears, the risk of something awful happening is intensified and the creative problem solving you is turned off or at least turned down. In other words, you dive into risk scanning mode where you're constantly scanning the environment for things that could be dangerous or risky, thereby highlighting only the risk and pitfalls of changing careers. Most of us know at least one person, 50 or older, who is unhappy in their career. And while they have talked about career change for some time, they can't seem to figure out what to do next. The flight, fight, or freeze response to danger might be apparent in their behavior. So some examples of behaviors which often indicate that someone is in the wrong career and might be considering a change consciously or unconsciously. So let's address those three, flight, fight, or fear, freeze situation. So flight, they might be quitting without a plan, unexplained illnesses, more sick leave days than ever before in their career, attempting to get signed off on stress leave, intensive vacation planning beyond the normal excitement of vacation, impulsive behavior, maybe asking headhunters to get me out of here, maybe even secretly praying for layoffs to happen buying business domain names for future businesses, spending rainy day savings on random business ideas that don't appear to be well thought out, fight, applying for lots of jobs that seem very similar to their current job, applying for any job that is not their current job, bad-mouthing their current boss far and wide in an attempt to let other divisions in the company know that they're open to new opportunities. Digging deep to work harder in the belief that this tough period will magically disappear and everything will become happy again. 
freeze, daydreaming of handing in a resignation letter, waiting until you have millions of dollar ideas for the future business while getting less and less effective at your day job, wishing and hoping that someone will email you with a new job via LinkedIn or Indeed or something tomorrow morning, ignoring Sunday night blues, ignoring the fact that your role is physically and mentally draining the life out of you, attempting to convince yourself that your current career is not that bad, but the thought of doing it for another year, never mind a decade, makes you feel ill. So how to reduce fight, flight, or freeze reactions in your brain? One, stop to focus on the elusive endpoint. Instead, focus on step one by asking yourself, which specific bits of my current career do I really enjoy doing? Write a list. Imagine doing lots more of those tasks on a daily basis. Number two, Start some easy but real research. Do you know anyone who's changed careers successfully, even if they haven't made a radical change? Talk to them. Talk to friends, friends of friends, family members, or even look up celebrities or famous now business owners to see who's changed their career at that particular junction of their life. How did they do it? Ask every single person in your network if they know anyone who's changed their career and loved their new career. Then give them a call and talk about it. Get some information. Gather some information. We, we have an easy, easy task of gathering all of the risk factors as to why it's not safe. But we also need to gather another form of risk factor showing that it's safe is seeing evidence in other people that they've done it and are loving the choice that they made. Number three, don't assume you need a total and utter career change to feel more fulfilled. Remember your last good day at work and write that down and why. Four, open your mind to the idea that it's possible to earn at least the same salary as you currently earn by doing something you are great at. Have a detailed look at your finances. Understand the minimum viable income you would require in the short term. What savings assets could you liquidate to have a financial cushion to make sitting in your new job or career a little easier in the early days? If need be, this is the thing as many people don't understand that it's possible you could get the same job that you're doing now and actually make more money and have further advancements financially. Just saying that. It's, it's a true thing. So I don't want you to be afraid to do that. Number five, read real case studies or autobiographies of individuals who've changed their careers. You're not the first person in history who is considered changing or has been let go from a job or a career at this age of your life. And you will not be the last. What matters is what you do about it. Reading and gathering information from others who have previously gone through this gives a sense of comfort that you'll be okay. Now that we understand how the brain operates from that fight, flight, or freeze mode, 
and ways to reduce the brain's reaction to it, let's bust through some of those myths about changing careers. Number one, you're just too old. Says who? This may be the number one reason that people over 50 buy a rocking chair instead of revising their resume. Over the years, many of us have been taught by the media to worship youth. If we believe what we read, young people dominate every part of the business life. They all seem to be daring, sharp, knowledgeable, and savvy, while we are old and worn out. This portrayal can be a self-fulfilling prophecy if we believe it. The key there is belief. The days of one job for life may have been true in the 1950s, but in the 21st century, the job market has completely changed. More and more people are changing jobs throughout their career, and by the time they cross the threshold of 50, you have accumulated a huge war chest of skills, contacts, and experience that will serve you much better now than when you were 22. At 50 plus, we are the ones who have the business expertise and knowledge to bring to jobs, projects, startups, and new entrepreneurial businesses. Here's the truth. The unemployment rate for older workers is lower than that of younger workers. Here's another fun fact. In 2000, the average age in the workforce was 39 for men and women. In 2020, the average age for men in the workforce was 42 and women 41. And who knows where it will be in another 10 years. We're living longer for sure. My point being, you are not too old to change careers or start a career. It purely depends on your mindset and specifically your beliefs you have around age. Number two, your, your short term. This is just another myth. It is based on wrong thinking. The assumption is that if you hire a young person, train them and invest in them, you will have them for many years. While if you're over 50, people will not expect you to be working nearly as long. Life in the world, however, shows us that more and more people are working between one to three years on average at one job. Even entrepreneurs starting their own businesses, the thinking may be to build it and sell it off within five years. These facts actually speak in favor of making a new career after 50 seem very possible since no one stays long doing one thing. It is best to take someone who has a track record experience and know-how to get the best out of that time. Young hires need at least that much time to become useful and then move on. We are all, in fact, short-term these days, and we should not believe the myth that just because we are over 50, we use less valuable because we might, wait for it, retire at some time. True, but in the meantime, we bring more to the table than an untrained youth.
Here's some truth. The average number of jobs in a lifetime is 12, according to the 2019 Bureau of Labor Statistics survey of baby boomers. What many employees have shared is that at some point, it became too expensive to be committed to one employer for years because raises have been hovering around 3% on average which has been leading them to jump to new careers for more money. Number three, you are overqualified. Overqualified is a mythical word all by itself. If a company refuses to hire older employees because they are overqualified, it only means they are interested in saving money on people who either are unqualified or underqualified. And do you really want to work for people who think that way? In 2018, many company owners and entrepreneurs are actively seeking so-called qualified. These are the people who bring so much in terms of value to the business. This was from a statistics that happened in 2018. Imagine, here we are, 2022. I'm sure that's even compounded since then. If you have so many qualifications, you stand a much better chance of succeeding and bringing success to a business or a company. Moreover, while your career change may bring you into a new field that you will have to learn about, you also can teach businesses certain skills and techniques that you have learned over the years. Here's the truth. Being overqualified is a badge of honor, not an excuse not to hire. I can, I can tell you personally from my own self, there, I, I, I've worked for a clinic for a number of years, a couple of days a week. And as we've had people that are running the front end of the clinic, hands down, the people that they've hired who have been a mature applicant or employee has brought so much more stability and confidence and assurances of running the operation smoothly and efficiently as opposed to somebody who was younger who didn't have a whole lot of work experience. And that's not to say we should do reverse ageism and not hire people that are younger. Absolutely not. The people that are younger can definitely shadow alongside those who have got more work experience, just like those that are older can shadow along younger um, co-workers, you know, to, to bring freshness, bring more current, I don't know, maybe languaging or that to the collective audience that comes through whatever your work is. There, again, there isn't an ageism here. It's not all about you know, because you're older that you're better than the younger. No, I just want to point out through this episode why that it's okay for you at this age if you're concerned about jumping ship or changing careers or having a fear around it that we talk about it and we just bring some real information to you about that. So let's continue. Number four, new tricks, old dogs. It is a huge misconception to think that people cannot learn new skills after 50. 
If you had a career in sales until now, you may need to upgrade and update your skills with the new tools that are now available. More and more professionals over 50 are enrolling in extension courses and continuing education programs for this very reason. Studies have shown that older students are actually quicker to learn new skills in a number of ways, especially as regards to motivation. If you're retraining yourself for a career change after 50, your level of commitment is very high and quite specifically focused. When you compare to younger students who are often gaining their first exposure to news topics, older students will be able to apply their knowledge more effectively. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. This is a myth. Truth is, as we pass quote unquote middle age, the brain gets better at using prior experiences and knowledge to find solutions to new problems. Number five, too stuck in your ways. Have you ever heard people say this? When talking about hiring an older person, people may claim that the person is unable to change, stuck in his or her ways, or in a slightly more euphoric phrase, an established personality. This myth depends on the assumption that no one ever changes, an assumption that we all know is false. It's a choice, right? Taking the initiative to change careers at midlife shows that this is a false premise. While it may be true that work habits can become ingrained after many years, it is also completely true that they may be broken and changed to adapt to a new environment. Furthermore, it's also important to remember that maybe the reason we keep to our old ways is that sometimes they just kind of work. The important part is to be self-aware and evaluate work habits as they relate to the new situation. But it's simply a myth to think that people cannot change their habits just because they're over 50. Here's some more truth. Older adults tend to change their habits less frequently, not because it's harder, but because when they change, the change is almost always permanent. How cool is that? The thing is, is we always have the opportunity to change. It's about choice. Number six, you will be humiliated. No one likes to be embarrassed. If you've had a long successful career and at 55 decide to change, you might be intimidated by the possibility of being shown up by a younger manager who are around the same age as your kids or your grandkids. The potential for humiliation seems to be very high and it blocks a lot of us from pursuing change. Like what a little younger whippersnapper is going to tell me what to do. This again is a myth and a misconception. As more and more older professionals choose to make career changes, the workforce is becoming more and more diverse. This means that you're not alone. Once upon a time, seeing an older person working alongside a much younger colleague was rare. 
But in 2020, 2022, not 2020, 2022, it's a much more common occurrence. With the changing economy, many people, older and younger, are changing jobs and careers. Older persons in new careers are actually much better equipped to deal with new situations with poise and grace. And how can you feel humiliated when you can be a leader in change? Here's another truth. If you ever feel like you might not fit in, I'm going to encourage you to watch the movie The Intern with Robert De Niro. That's a great movie. Number seven, the world has passed you by. This is the information age. What that means is that we are constantly bombarded with information from all sides. It is so oppressive sometimes that we are sometimes tempted to throw up our arms and say it is all too much, that the world has just passed me by. The secret of the information age, however, is that some things do not change. When, let's say, you worked in sales for the past 25 years, you may have had limited resources and had to fend for yourself a lot. Imagine what you could do now with all the information and new tools available to you. By the time we pass 50, we are much more skilled at sorting this mountain of information. It is easier for you to see what is actually important and what is just fluff or hype. This makes your years in an advantage over younger go-getters who want to absorb it all, even if it's not all useful. Here's the truth. Older workers handle and adapt to new system better than younger's people do. So here's a final truth buster for you. Do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust that myth for a minute there. There is no work that you can do that feels like vacation every single day. But that should not detour you from doing what you love. So here's some final thoughts on this episode here. Our brains see career change not as risky as downright dangerous, like a saber-toothed tiger waiting to pounce. I challenge you to wonder instead about the risk behind not changing careers. If you're bored and under-challenged, stressed and burning out, or just under-satisfied and unfulfilled, how long can you keep feeling those things without negatively impacting the rest of your life? Your health, your relationships, your spirituality, your money, etc. I'm going to also encourage you to look at any beliefs you hold about people in their 50s and what that looks like to you. Looking out at the world, you may see evidence of people of all ages thriving and living well. 
But somewhere in the deep recesses of your unconscious mind, you could hold beliefs that say someone 50 or older is not as valuable as they once were. Where is there a conflict going on between what you're seeing around you and what you've been taught to believe? And if you found this episode or any of the others I've done in the past helpful, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast to get notified when I drop new ones every Monday. And as my dear friend DJ Kevin Stu says, I invite you to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your friend and your enemies too. Share them this podcast because at the end of the day, we never know who might just benefit from this information. And if you'd like to connect with me and you'd need some help working through some possible career changes or wanting to kind of shake it up a little bit or start your own business or any of those things, I'm going to encourage you to get in contact with me and let's have a conversation. I'd love to be able to help you bust through some of those myths that you might believe and hold that keep you from truly thriving at any age. So here's some other ways you can connect with me. On Instagram, I'm at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. On Facebook, it's Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in boy. Website is drkellyray.com. My email is drkellyray at gmail.com. And until next week, please know as always, I send you so much love.